Hello friends, yeah, Dr. Priyanka here with another podcast. Uh, the today's topic is neonatal jaundice. So we'll talk about the definition, the incidence, the clinical features, what is the difference between physiological jaundice, the pathological jaundice, management, and quite some homeopathic remedies on the management which is useful and found useful in such cases. So let's jump on the definition. So yellow discoloration of skin and mucosa caused by excessive accumulation of bilirubin in tissues. In neonatal jaundice, that is jaundice, we should click the the uh, word clicked in a should be clicked in a mind is bilirubin. What happens? What system gets? Why the system gets uh, messed up is because of bilirubin. This this is the one pigment in the tissue which gets high because of that the things happen. So yeah, you get you got the definition right. Uh, bilirubin means yellow. So uh, jaundice can be divided into two categories, which is like physiological and pathological jaundice. So normal serum conjugated bilirubin level is one mg per dl. Remember that. Okay. So incidence like 30 to 50 percent of neonates develop jaundice. So that is a normal. And 80 percent of preterm babies develop jaundice also. That is also normal. This is the incidence. So what is the clinical features like? How presentation comes like? If it is a physiological jaundice, so first symptom would like be jaundice appears on second or third day after birth, and it disappears of its own on its own by 7 to 10 day so if this is thing then that is a physiological jaundice and why this happens that because like physiological immaturity of neonates to handle increased bilirubin production okay so if like when to differentiate between the pathological jaundice and physiological jaundice is like when jaundice appears within 24 hours of birth it persists more than two weeks in term infants and more than three weeks in preterm infants uh, the uh, infant may have fever and the palms and soles of the baby are deep yellow indicating deep jaundice then you should think of pathological jaundice so how you will evaluate so in case like jaundice is evaluated by blanching the skin with digital pressure under sunlight or any um, place where there is good source of light dermal icterus zone gives an appropriate indication of serum bilirubin level so there are some um, uh, sites where we can from which we can um, expect the levels of bilirubin in our blood so if you'll find yellow discoloration of the face of the baby the bilirubin level is 4 to 6 mg per dl if there is yellowishness of the chest and upper body or upper abdomen then bilirubin level is 8 to 10 it may vary uh, when there is lower abdomen and thighs yellow then the bilirubin level is 12 to 14 arms and lower legs too then bilirubin level would be 15 to 80 and along with that the baby's palms and soles are also deep yellow then the bilirubin level is 15 to 20 fine this is the uh, clinical evaluation with the lab test so uh, what is the pathological jaundice and what are the causes okay this is only the issue like happens and the parents bring the baby to the lab, uh, to towards the hospital or, or to the pediatrician. So, what are the causes? Like, why this happens? So, because first reason is excessive red cell hemolysis. So, why this happens? So, uh, the first point into it we'll discuss is like hemolytic disease of newborn and neonatal septicemia. So, why this hemolytic disease of the newborn happens? The first thing is RH incompatibility, which is a common one, uh, and second is ABO incompatibility, which is rare. Third is D six 
PD deficiency and the fourth is increased red cell fragility that is seen in congenital spirocytosis so uh, guys like rh incompatibility you must be knowing that um, this can be uh, evaluated by the lab test like blood test where rh status of mother and infant that is if rh negative mother and rh positive baby that can have make the rh incompatibility and uh, if we do the direct combs test that comes positive when there is apo incompatibility this is a rare thing but also we should know that so like abo status of the mother and infant that o positive mother and a or b positive baby so in such cases we have to refer to the hospital G6PD deficiency uh, this is like G6PD deficiency screening we have to do we have to straight away send a test then uh, as we said about the congenital spirocytosis we have to uh, ask for the uh, peripheral blood film and uh, that shows like spherical shape of rbcs okay uh, the second important thing was like neonatal septicemia and neonatal septicemia in pediatric age group is mostly because of e coli infection so in such cases what you'll do like you'll send the bilirubin levels in that you'll see for the conjugated hyperbilirubinemia then bacteriological culture of the blood and urine that is you'll shed for you uh, you'd send blood for culture urine for culture you'll ask for cbc in cbc what you'll look for uh, wbc count below like it is decreased most of the time below 5000 or increased above 25000 then you'll should look for the absolute neutrophil count which is less than which is less than 1000 okay then also you'll uh, see band cells that band to normal neutrophil count ratio more than 0.2 that can indicate new pathological jaundice so refer to the hospital the second thing is like defective conjugation of bilirubin okay so defective conjugation so how it is guys like uh, normal now we have two types of bilirubin that is conjugated and unconjugated how it happens like uh, whenever uh, the body gives us uh, whatever we eat or whatever the things comes to what's the liver for the metabolism the liver starts to metabolic metabolize it and um, a conjugated bilirubin is formed which is water soluble and it easily digested by the small intestine and it is thrown away in the from the body okay so uh, if there is defect into this conjugation of bilirubin and that could be because of the congenital deficiency of glucuronin transferase glucuronin transferase is an enzyme which is necessary to convert this uh, bilirubin okay so that may be seen in the krigler najar syndrome and gilbert syndrome okay so uh, in such cases you'll find like total bilirubin levels are rest that is unconjugated bilirubin is highly elevated uh conjugated bilirubin is low to absent because how it is unconjugated bilirubin is the form which we get and that is converted to conjugated so if unconjugated bilirubin is elevated that means like it is not getting absorbed by the liver so definitely conjugated bilirubin will be low okay then enzyme assay for low or absent glucuronyl transferase activity we can do and hence if these are things are increasing refer to the pediatrician the third important thing is breast milk jaundice breast milk jaundice we should remember like it appears usually by third week of life and it stays up to 8 weeks okay uh, so in this test you'll do the lab test like in this total serum bilirubin is predominantly un- unconjugated unconjugated bilirubin will increase okay and uh, bilirubin level may rise to like more than 20 to 30 mg per dl by 14 day means like in two weeks it can raise up to 20 to 30 so in such cases what treatment plan you'll give like you'll continue breastfeeding at frequent intervals interruption of breastfeeding is not recommended unless total serum bilirubin levels exceeds 20 mg per dl okay 
then the fourth important thing is like if there is having any metabolic disorders uh, it could be galactosemia that is hyper uh, lab test will call there will be hyperbilirubinemia like oftenly unconjugated uh, bilirubin is increased uh, galactosemia screening you'll do that comes positive and urine test will find albuminuria then what you'll advise treatment like you'll advise for lactose free milk for the infant avoid breastfeeding in such cases in metabolic disorders when there is galactosemia avoid breastfeeding okay second thing comes in in metabolic disorders hypothyroidism in hypothyroidism we have to order for the tft and in such cases you should continue breastfeeding and refer to the pediatrician um the fifth important thing is liver disease so if the baby is suffering from hepatitis or biliary atresia in such cases conjugated hyperbilirubinemia may be seen and the there will be elevated bile salts cholesterol will be increased ast that is aspartate transaminase alt that is alanine transaminase and alkaline phosphatase this will be increased in such cases you have to refer the infant to the pediatrician and the important uh, but not the least is congenital syphilis uh, in this syphilis like early signs will be like small blisters on palms and soles there will papillary rash around the nose mouth genitalia and anus there will be lymphadenopathy uh, hepatosplenomegaly uh, failure to thrive can happen irritability no bridge to nose that is the child will be having saddle nose blood stain nasal discharges and severe congenital pneumonia so in such cases for the lab you'll uh, ask for the quantitative non tryptomenal serum test of the infant that is rapid plasma regen that is rpr that comes positive and vdrl comes positive in such cases you have to refer to the pediatrician so uh, we'll jump on the management like uh, first thing is like encourage mother to breastfeed continuously frequently like if whether it is a jaundice you have to encourage the mother second thing newborn should be breastfed exclusively uh with no top feeds there should be no top feed only breast feed even water or dextrose water should not be allowed and uh, bring the baby to the hospital if the baby looks too yellow or yellow discoloration of the skin beyond the legs phototherapy is the first most option in the uh, nicu so you should be given in cases of pathologic indirect hyperbilirubinemia it consists of exposing a maximal amount of baby's body surface area to special blue fluorescent light and can be discontinued when serum total bilirubin concentration decreases to less than 14 to 15 mg per dl okay then um, any newborn discharged from the hospital prior to 72 hours after birth should be evaluated again in the next 48 hours for adequacy of breastfeeding and progress of jaundice this is the duty of any pediatrician or any doctor who is like uh, looking towards the case of neonatal jaundice also notice like uh, aspirin and sulfonamides can uh, affect binding of albumin with bilirubin leading to jaundice so while prescribing these drugs we should keep in mind uh, so we'll uh, talk about homeopathic management there are not much remedies but whatever the remedies are i'll only take the names of it the homeopathic medicines which can be used for neonatal jaundice are lupulus then uh, myrica phosphorus and natrum sal etc so these are the remedies which has been found useful you can go and read into the madra medica uh, respectively uh, yeah friends uh, thank you for staying tuned i hope this podcast will help you in uh, learning the neonatal jaundice and um, think healthy stay healthy and love each other thank you bye bye